Hello. <laughs> no, you start. <laughs> That's weird. All right. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> In a world where you only have trailers and posters to judge a movie, Jim and Ted strike out to answer the age-old question, will you see it? It is episode 178. Ted Willett, why are you wearing a hairnet? I'm not wearing a hairnet. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> We'll get to what we're watching later. That's right. That's right. So, yeah, I was hoping that uh, you you just go with it, but whatever. Sometimes not talking about things and just hoping for the best doesn't always work. You know, but it keeps it fresh. It, you know, it lets everybody know that we're not, you know, we're not canned. We're not, we're not prepared. You know, we're, we, we're fresh. We're on the bleeding edge, the bleeding edge of movie trailers. Beer. Let's get into yes. beer. So me first. I'll go first. Ah, uh, you go first. Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> so I've been uh, sober curious for quite a while. Uh oh. And uh, so I didn't have anything to drink all week. Wow. So no beer after work. None of that kind of stuff for a few reasons. So before I get into those reasons, let's talk about. Uh, I only have a four point eight percenter tonight. So I'm oh my god, I was I took it easy on you this week, and and you and you just like. You limboed right under me. Okay, go ahead. Well, I have a fur kush. It's a fur. Okay. <laughs> fur. The Swedish chef? What is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But like saying fur or something, it's just uh -oh. so like Nazi-esque. I don't even know. But Yeah, I know. It's in the red and white. It's got some SS colors to it. Yeah, it's it's kind of bizarre, but it is a Kolsch, which is German. Mm -hmm. It looks like, I don't even C8, probably like established <laughs> or something. 1904. Where'd you get this one? What's what's this? Uh, I got this at the back room. Beer, beer around the world kind of thing? No, no, I got this at the back room in Solving, where I always get okay. my beers. All right. And I uh, got it quite a while ago. I got two different Kolsch's, and I was going to drink them back to back to see mm -hmm. how the differences are. And then I had one on a show a uh, number of episodes ago. Okay. And then I just thought, what the heck, I'll just save it for another one. I mean, it's only 4.8. It's not even that high, and which is fine. We'll see how it goes. Okay. It uh, looks like it's in... I don't. I can't speak German. <laughs> Kölner Hofbrau Fur. So maybe it's like in Kölner uh, Germany or something. Good thing Anne doesn't listen to the show because she speaks German and she would be appalled appalled at your mispronunciation. Of... She speaks German. Yeah, she speaks German. She spent four years in Germany. Come on, she's a yeah. But is she fluent? She's an army brat. Yeah, she four years in Germany. How how can you not be? Yeah, but you'd live on an Amer American base and everybody speaks English around you. Well, I don't know. I think you have to take german in the american school on base i don't know she's 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 fairly fluent what beer do you have okay so this week i cracked into the birthday beers from frank frank got me some beers exciting um i believe it it looks like he got them from uh valley bev okay he ripped off he ripped off all the the price tags but valley bev has these huge like labels <laughs> they're like they're like two inches by three inches labels with huge barcodes and the price on it so so he had to like rip them off. <laughs> you know, oh, that's hilarious! And he was like doing that, but it's a it's a big ass bottle, so it's like a it's like a oh wow yeah one one pint and 0.9 fluid ounces, so seven fifty mil. So it's like a regular wine bottle. Is that one of those capped ones with like the extra large caps? 
I don't know if they're extra large. I, I just cleaned my desk, so I don't have all my caps from the months <laughs> prior. Your collection of caps. It looks like a normal size. It looks like a normal size. Because I've had some where I where I, where I went to, I'm like, oh, this is a capped one. I went to put a regular cap in the, <laughs> the openings, like just too big. I don't know. It's like an extra large cap or something. It's weird. Uh-huh. So this is, uh, it's called Wild Ales. It's San Diego's Mick McKellar, McKellar Brewing. It is a let's let me see if I can read this Saison ale dry hopped oh with summer and brambling cross hops sounds yummy and aged in oak barrels which we oh. we love we love the oak barrels yeah but it's clocking in at a five. 0.2 ABV. And as we learned... Really? You beat me by 0.4? <laughs> and as we learned from last week, high ABV, <laughs> high ABV is not all it's cracked up to be every single time. But I did, I did have a fun time slamming that. And then I went back in the house and I was like, why do I feel like... You know, like uh, I'm on a on a cruise or something, and I was like, "Oh, it's that it's that ABV that I just slammed like half of that big ass can." Are you talking about Robitussin? Yeah, the Robitussin, Robo pounding. Yeah, yeah, Robo pounding. <laughs> All right. I'm so let it. me just say that this Kolsch coming in at four point eight percent is delicious. Okay. It is extremely bright, clean, crisp sharp it's a lager of course okay yeah yeah it's a lager so it's not an ale but it is such an a, an outstanding lager cheers that cheers my friend it is such an outstanding lager extremely clean in color it is fantastic yeah it is one of those lagers that it's just so clean and crisp and flavorful as as a lager you would expect yeah and yeah it, it's it's fantastic i would i would i would drink this all day and i would order it and this is one of my favorite lagers i've had in in quite some time so lager is a top fermenting right no lager is a bottom fermenting uh, okay i gotta figure out a way to memorize why that's like that ale is a top fermenter so think about when things are cold they drop out okay right so they fall so when things are warm they might they float let's say right okay Hot air rises. Hot air rises. Yeah, there you go. So an ale is like is a top fermenter. So when it's fermenting, you see like the the bubbly croissant stuff on the top. Okay. And the yeast is just going to town there, but the the lagers are the opposite. And and you want your ales to be fermented warm. Not warm, but I mean like 68-ish degrees. Room temperature. Yeah. Where your lagers you want like in the in the 40s or 50s. Okay. Yeah. Cool. A, a brief uh, uh, history on the name lager. Okay. So lager is is German for storage mm. or like uh, to to uh, put in the cellar essentially. Okay. So you would lager a beer, meaning you would just put it away. Mm -hmm. And so a lager comes about because they would make their beers and then they would just put them away. And then when they take them out, they would be ready to drink. Nice. So that's kind of how the term lager came to be. Awesome. Yeah. I wonder if that's, I wonder if luggage is from there. Log, lager, luggage, well put away. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> you know, it's plausible. <laughs> so uh, this is a phenomenal Saison. I'm, I'm a big Saison fan. Um, yeah, me too. This is, you know, 
very, very complex. Do you taste the oak barrel? The oak barrel is probably one of the lighter notes, I think. It more smooths out the the finish. Yeah, you know, it's I think I think this is one of those things where I expect this one to change a lot over the course of the evening. Uh-huh. Um right now it's it's crisp, clean, uh fruit forward. Um that dry hopped really gives it a hoppy, a hoppy, crisp finish. And and the oak is just like chilling in the background waiting for waiting for some warmth i think yeah yeah but but it's do you know these uh do you know these hop this this uh what's the brambling cross hops is that a is that just a a type yeah never heard of them never used them okay yeah i don't know they they are fun and it it is a well well crafted beer i think you have the the traditional hops the cascade hops yeah the northern brewer hop you know and there's a number of of hops that you use over and over and they give you that traditional IPA flavor and such. Uh-huh. And and then I think that you get into like the brambling, ca- uh, the brambling, what briar patch? No, what is it? <laughs> brambling cross. Yeah. Brambling cross. Like I think something tells me in recent years, people are doing cross breeds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. No, I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, it's summer and brambling cross hops. So that's, that's probably the summer hop and the brambling hop. And then cross means that it's the cross of the two of them. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something tells me in recent years, though, with, you know, how people have been doing all the hazies and the fuzzies and the swirly whirlies and whatever they do. <laughs> and the dipsy doos and the. Yeah, the lemon drops. Yeah. And <laughs> something tells me that we're, we're in like a new age of people doing like uh, cross breeds of hops and stuff too and i think that's where some of these because there, there's some beers i've i've had where when you read the names of the hops and such like i've never heard of them and they're not on the hop chart that Schedule, i have right. which has like a hundred hops you know so it's like they, they, these have to be some hybrids that are coming out that people are doing there you go so, i don't know it's like uh it's like that uh labradoodles <laughs> Like the Labradoodles, like, Golden yeah. Doodles, Golden Doodles, and, and all the Schnoodles and <laughs> Schnauzer, Schnauzer, pit yeah, something, yeah, <laughs> Shit Zoodles or whatever. Whoa, they whoa, are. whoa! Family show. Hey, dude. hey. <laughs> so, how was your week? So, yeah, week is good. So, uh, big. Oh yeah. This wait, week. wait, wait. Yeah, go, go for it. No, I was gonna. I, I'm excited. You were sober for the week. I, I thought you were gonna explain why. Well, I am. <laughs> so. Week was great. Big news this week. Uh, I registered for my second uh, Leadville 100 mountain bike race. All right. All right. It's back. Yeah, it's back. And so, you know, I got the watch and I've been working my sleep. (laughs) And then this registration came up and I'm, you know, I read a few different books on training and fitness and health and middle-aged cycling and middle-aged everything else. And come to find out alcohol is not good for you. (laughs) If you figure, you think? (laughs) The main thing is, like, I've been a little worried about, like, AFib and all this stuff, right? Oh, really? I don't have it or anything. It's just, you know, I've been thinking, like, man, like, you know, you hear about it, and then these people get these ablations to their heart, and and essentially, like, it's it's linear, so for every beer, it's it's that much more of, like, a 
a, a chance of getting AFib right. or, or having AFib or anything. So like one beer is like one time greater. Two beers is two times greater. It's linear. And uh, so I'm just like, oh, man, you know, and just, I don't know, just health things and just getting older. And then I thought, OK, I'm 50. Okay, Maybe let's say alcohol entered my life around, oh, I don't know, 18 or 19, somewhere in that range. OK, not a lot, but, you know, your first sips of beer or whatever and then you're like doing beer bongs behind the shed and one thing leads to another and you're 50 right right and then you're then you're pounding on a podcast because you gotta get through it <laughs> because ted's challenging me to like 14 percenters yeah you know or or yeah or you need to robo pound <laughs> i don't even know what that means so the the point i'm thinking of is it's like okay i'm 50 if i have to be 100 this is it's 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 unsustainable yeah i can't be going you know <laughs> And don't get me wrong. I it's I, I make it sound like I'm like just pounding beers every night. I cook dinner. I'll have like a beer while I'm making dinner and cutting salad and stuff. I'm. It's not like I'm drinking a ton. It's like I just have a beer. Sometimes two beers. <laughs> Once in a while, five beers. But but generally speaking, you know, you have a beer too. No big deal. You think, yeah. right? Yeah. But then I'm like, if I live to be a hundred, that's fifty more years of this. <laughs> Like, this is unsustainable. So just, I figured, you know, beers with Ted, you know, hanging out with friends once in a while and stuff. I don't need to be drinking beers every day after work while I'm cooking dinner. Right. So that was kind of the the epiphany, the, the reading of the stuff, the looking at health and fitness. Now I registered for this race and then I have other races I'm going to be doing as like shakedowns and things and, mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So I just figured. That makes sense. Yeah. I just figured, you know what? I don't need to get up at five in the morning i don't need to have a couple of beers cooking and with dinner and then get up at five in the morning and then i'm doing like vo2 max intervals and then like I, I, that's just a recipe for a heart problem you know yeah so beer beers with ted that's what i'll call it there you go so how about you how was your week yeah i mean i feel maybe i've done that on my own like i switched to only show beers probably a while back you know so yeah so i think i only i only do the I don't buy I don't buy like a case of beer. I don't keep any other beers in the fridge other than show beers. So so yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. We, we beers with Jim. That's yeah, it. beers with Ted, beers with Jim. Right. No, and then you know, I mean, okay, the money side of it too. Like you said, you don't buy a case of beer, whatever it is. You know, it's yeah. like okay, the money side of things. You know, it's one of those things where it's like a twelve pack, right? Like I'm not buying a twelve pack of of like Coors Light, right? You know, I'm getting a twelve pack of something good you know right. like fig mountain or whatever well yeah you're looking at like 25 bucks for a 12 pack right right or something you know and it's like yeah you could go through a 12 pack easy in a week after you know a couple of day yeah and then you're and then it's like oh wow it's saturday let's go get another 12 pack and then clarissa's <laughs> dipping into them you know and then it's like 50 dollar a week habit you know and then yeah. you're and then you start adding it up you're like damn that's like real money <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I think it's like show beers and stuff. Show beers only. And I'm not saving any money because my show beer, my show beer budget kind of went up. So, <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like, you, you know, you guys will be here for Thanksgiving and stuff. And, and we'll get, you know, I'll get some beers and we'll have some good drink and everything. I mean, you know, holidays maybe are, are an exception. Yeah, usually. Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays or something like those are exceptions. But I'm talking more the it's four o'clock on like a Tuesday. Yeah. You know, I don't need to be drinking 
drinking like three ni- three different nine percenters. <laughs> you know, Clarissa shows up and I'm half in the bag. You know, whatever from and and like I burn the rice or something. the dinner's burning. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So how about you? How was your week? My week was good. Um, you know. Air table, air table, air table, I guess that's it. <laughs> so, Ted, let, let's back up a second. Yeah. A couple of questions come come through. Okay. And people want to <laughs> know, are you, do, do you work for an air hockey company? <laughs> They're like, air table? What's this air table? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I wonder if they have air hockey tables in their, in their offices. I should ask them next time we, on Tuesday. Right. Yeah. On Tuesday, like, we're talking t- again. So there you go. <laughs> but that's it. I'm building, I'm building. We're, we're, we're all, all, uh, all steam ahead on, on the new process. So we're, we're people, people are taking it and implementing it. And it's so funny when I've, I've been building for six, six months or something like that and just like iterating and, and just fooling around and learning, you know, how to do it. And over the past two months, people started using pieces of it, you know, and I don't get any, f- I didn't get like technical feedback. You know, I'm not like, I'm just like, is it working for you? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's working. It's working great. Thanks. 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 And then uh, something broke, you know, and I was like, all right. So I patched it. I, and I was like, oh, I'm doing this patch. And I was like, I'm just going to build a whole new thing. So I built a whole new thing. And I just made it super simple. And uh, and a couple of people came to me and they're like, but we really like that thing that you had before that was that looked like this. And they sent me like a screen grab and they, they sent me the name of it, you know, and I named the whole thing after Scarif. I named the whole thing after Rogue One. Right. And it was, it was like, oh, you're so, so super nerdy. I'm like, well, we're talking about a process for media storage and media transfer. So, you know, what better than the, the Scarif, the planet where the Empire stored all of their media and, and information files on that big Citadel Tower. So anyway, so <laughs> these people called me and they're like, oh, can you put this back in, you know, is it hard to rebuild this thing that you had there? And I was like, you know, uh, I don't know what's the word. I was so taken aback. I was so happy that they <laughs> like like something that I built that when I didn't bring it back, they they were calling for it by name and they wanted this specific piece of thing that I thought was cool and interesting. But sometimes, you know, you build something that's flashy and new and then you're just enamored with it because it's flashy and new. And I like to tell people, none of these things are my baby. I get excited about it and I'm happy that I can do this and provide this for them. But in the end of the day, if it lacks utility, <laughs> if it doesn't, if it doesn't make your work faster, better, easier to do, you know, less cumbersome, then we don't need it. I don't need to do something build something just to build it. So that that's what I've given to everybody. Just task them to say, like, be brutally honest with how if I if I'm building utility for you, if I'm building better for you, you know? Yeah, very cool. I mean, it's ways of improving your workflow and your work environment and trying to do your part to make your team, I don't know, more efficient. Yeah, work, work easier, you know, like the holidays are coming up. We're going to be start start covering for each other, you know, through the holidays. It's always easier when we're when we're doing the stuff the same way. You know, we have like a bunch of different teams that do kind of the same stuff, but they all do it in their own little way. So like when you're house sitting for the other team, you gotta you gotta figure out how they do it. So now we're we're more unified now under under my 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 builds. And it makes sense because you're kind of all doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like you might have, if you think about it like a football team or something, sometimes somebody might have to play on the other side of the ball. And if they don't know what's happening, then they're just going to be like running the wrong way or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They won't know the calls and the plays. Right. Exactly. 
So that's it. I've, I've been doing that day and night. I've been uh, just happily plugging away at that. So that, that's been my week. So it's kind of a dry week, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> 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 All right, man. Hey, don't look up, Ted. Oh, why? What's up there? I don't know, but I love the juxtaposition. This is not real. And the card states based on real events <laughs> that haven't happened. Right? Yep. And like you're thinking, huh? <laughs> Based on real events that haven't happened. Yep. So what do you think about Don't Look Up? I love it. I mean, this is my Adam McKay. You know, he's he's great. I loved Vice. I love the way that. Okay. Sorry. Bryce wants to talk about his week. Come here. What's up, Bryce? Uh, nothing much. I just wanted to say I'm learning JavaScript. Unlike this man over here who's using a platform without any true it's, form of code. It's called no code, low code, okay? <laughs> so if, if Airtable can do some coding for me, then I don't have to code everything. I don't have to learn JavaScript. Well, Bryce. Yes? Well done. Congratulations on your JavaScript. Keep it going. Yeah, I'm doing it right now. All right, see ya. Sweet. Later. <laughs> Oh, man, too much. I love it. Uh, All right. So don't look. up. Yeah, don't look up. I think it's uh, it's it's the movie or well, the trailer and obviously the subsequent movie. It's uh, I don't even know where to begin. Sadly, it's a metaphor about how stupid we are. Right. Currently, you know, with both our political situation, societal, you know, it, it, it like it's making a mockery of like just some serious shit going on. Well, I mean, you, you know, to get to get I mean, did you remember the movie Vice? Yeah. I mean, and, and I think this You're is talking about uh, the Dick Cheney, the Vice. Dick Cheney movie. Yes. So Adam McKay did that movie and he also did. Um, right. There's a card for that. The big the big show and. Uh, the big short. Yeah. So it the big short, right. And the big short, he did a great thing where he had like a supermodel in a, in a tub with, in a, in a, in a bubble bath, right. Explaining ex like, uh, the stock market. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like the super dry stuff about the stock market, but it was a hot model in a, in a, in a bubble bath explaining it. So you kind of like, you were, you were engaged because, you know, you were interested and he does the thing where he's and he even like explicitly said, like, this is extremely boring stuff. If it wasn't me saying it, you wouldn't you wouldn't care, you know? So you have to make it entertaining for people to care. You can't just, you know, shake your fist in the sky and and say, watch Al Gore's inconvenient truth again. You know what I mean? Like right, you know, right, right. we need to put it in a palatable way you know the the troubadours uh, you know of of olden times they wrote songs of you know and they would run around europe singing songs and they were doing it half because they were needing to be hidden from the fact that they were talking about god but also because they wanted to entertain and they wanted to you know get the message of god to the people so you got to you have to entertain first and deliver your message second you know it's a uh, it's a it's a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So you got to you got to get that in there. Yeah. And I think it's also I mean, I think it's a metaphor to our political system now and where we are. I think it's also a metaphor regarding a pandemic. Right. And not necessarily covid. I mean, covid, I think, is like a trial run for something more serious. And <laughs> oh, God, more more, more serious than covid. I mean, millions of people are dead. <laughs> and we've proven we failed at COVID, right? Right, right. So I think it's one of those things where if 
if a meteor or a meteor, an asteroid or a comet or whatever it was, was coming at Earth for a, a, a collision course that's going to wipe us out. I mean, you're going to have people saying it's like a government conspiracy. Yeah. Or or the Jewish space laser or something right. so stupid. Or, or or Ron Perlman just firing his gun into the sky. <laughs> this, you know <laughs> what I mean? That was so American. I don't know why. <laughs> you know? Right. And it, it, so there were so many things in here. It was so and and so you thought about that and I and I thought it screamed uh, the environment. To me, it was all about oh, okay. global warming. It was it was a global warming allegory to me, start to finish. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so with that said, I didn't really think of it in terms of global warming or climate change or whatever. But at the same time, our political and societal reactions to climate change are even yeah. No, the Oval Office discussion is exactly the climate change we have to assess, <laughs> then, then digest, and and then and then act. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, and it's like you know the global warming is like oh we have we have years, we have decades, we have centuries, whatever. And then you if you make it acute like this comet or this meteor or whatever it's called, you know, then it then you would think that you would act more swiftly, and yet it it just brings into stark relief. The the inability to get things done. Right. <laughs> you know, in the current, like you said, in the current government. Yeah. I'm excited to watch because I just want to see like how ridiculous they play out the political side and, you know, the, the societal side, people in the neighborhood, people on the next door app, you know, <laughs> and, or whatever it is, right? Like I I'm I can't wait to see it for all those reasons because like we're living it every day with climate climate change and COVID and, you know, homelessness and right. whatever else we have going on, you know, like unaffordable houses and, oh. you know, all, <laughs> all the all the whatever the issues are, you yeah. know, we have so many problems that globally that are going on places. And yet everybody's complaining about, you know, who knows what, right. like how somehow they're affected in the suburbs because, you know, there's somebody who's crossing the border illegally right through the desert in Arizona. <laughs> but somebody in the suburbs of New Jersey is like screaming about it <laughs> when it doesn't affect them at all. Yeah. They're complaining about Haiti or something. Right. And it's like, what that doesn't even matter to you, you know? Yeah. And I th and I. I think the the you know the allegory goes all the way down to the title. You know, if you think about it, it's like well, the sky is falling. Yeah, the sky is falling. Chicken Little, right? It's Chicken Little, and it's also like oh, there's a comet coming. Uh, all you have to do is not look up, and you're you'll be fine. You know what I mean? You can just <laughs> right. completely ignore the problem, and it won't, and nothing's gonna happen. You know? Let me just go about my my, my day. I'll go about my business. Uh, baby, what would you like from the grocery store? <laughs> I'm going to drive my monster SUV and just go get a six pack, you know, and then like just it is what it is, you know. Did you hear that? So here's I heard one story about this uh, as the people as the the actors are doing their press junkets and uh, uh, Jennifer what's it Jennifer Lawrence. When she did that scene with Ariana Grande, apparently she's a huge Ariana Grande fan. <laughs> and okay. she had, she was fangirling the whole time, she said. She was like in awe of seeing her and being in a scene with her and like talking to her and stuff. So I think it's funny when stars are 
enthralled by other stars. But, I, you know, I could see that, though. I mean, like, let's say you're like, I don't know, Tom Holland, let's say. Right. We're going to get to that one next. Oh, yes. And when he first started with the Spider-Man roles and stuff, I mean, I don't know. What is the guy like 18 or something or whatever? Yeah. OK, you can argue big star, whatever it is. We've done some other Tom Holland movies recently, but he does what he's doing. And there he is with Robert Downey Jr. Or maybe he does something like we did the recent one with Mark Wahlberg. Or maybe he does something with Brad Pitt in the future or something or he who knows who he does it with. Right. Right. But somebody, you know, even Tom Cruise or something. And some of these people have been on the big screen long before he was even born. Right. Right. And right. now he's acting with them. If, if he wasn't taken aback by, oh, my God, I'm here with Brad Pitt or something, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, of course, I, I could totally see that. Yeah. You know, if you think about it, even if you look at Tom Cruise, for example, and now he's there with Clint Eastwood, we've talked about him a number of times. Oh, that's right. That's right. When did we say he started like 1958 or something? <laughs> yeah. You know, something ridiculous What 56 or whatever it was. And now here here's like Tom Cruise, a huge Hollywood star. But it's like you're with like one of the all time greats. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I could totally see some stars being awestruck, smitten by the other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awestruck and everything by the other. So. But speaking of which, Spider-Man, no way home. No way home. So now we have Spider Monday. <laughs> what? You didn't watch the trailer all the way through. Oh, Spider Monday. What's that? I don't even I guess I didn't. Did I not see it? Yeah. Tickets go on sale. Oh, oh, oh. What is it? November 29th, I think they said. I don't know. Which is Spider Monday. <laughs> I'm just like Spider Monday. Uh-oh. It's gonna, is it going to blast when I... So we did the, 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 the teaser to this, correct? Yes. Nailed it. Yes. <laughs> All right. I remembered one of them. <laughs> I was, I, we did the teaser where they're laying on the rooftop and they're, and they're talking to Zendaya and, and Tom are ah. talking to each other. Yeah, there you go. But I like I and that one was kind of had the he had this um uh, Doctor Strange had the sweats on, the sweatpants. And in this one it was only the ser the serious Doctor Strange, so I don't know. I don't He's doing business. I don't know what this is. Uh, this is kind of And we have and we have the brief trailer to the trailer. Yeah, I like you know, it's it's a good one. It's just typical, you know, standard it, fodder. Less than 10 seconds. Maybe eight seconds. It wasn't very long. Um, otherwise, I think it's your standard Marvel action Spider-Man superhero trailer. You know, it gives you just enough exposition with lots of action sequences. Right. Lots of action sequences and, and a lot of um, Easter eggs to old the other franchises of Spider-Man. You know, Spider-Man has one of the the most, what, how would you say, fractured? Would you call it a fractured history where... They just do a trilogy of Spider-Man movies and then they get a new Spider-Man and they just launch another <laughs> trilogy of Spider-Man movies, you know? Yeah, I would say Spider-Man and Batman. Probably, yes. Those, those are the two. Are, are the two superheroes that have that like... The freedom. It, yeah, it's like it's it's the freedom and it's a curse. Yeah. Right? So it's like because you never know where you're at in the story. Right. It's always just... Like, is it a bug or is it a feature? I don't know. <laughs> so I would say it's a feature. I mean, because I think you can go wherever you want, do whatever you want. But ultimately, you're kind of just telling the same story over and over. Right. But with really cool suits these days. <laughs> so 
But yeah, and this is a Sony one. Sony, Columbia, and Marvel, yes. Yeah, so how does this fit into Disney? Not at all. No, I think it's in the MCU. I really think Happy's in there just to to let you guys know that it's still in the MCU. Okay. Would Disney, and I, I don't know how this would play out, but they would probably have to pay some royalties to people to get it into their timeline on Disney Plus? Or would they just not do it at all? I, I think there's a deal. So... I, a while back, Sony came out and they basically said, we're not going to jump into the streaming wars with everyone else. We will be the arms dealers <laughs> in the streaming wars and we will sell our movies. We're going to license our movies the way you used to, to the different streaming services. So I think that's their general plan. Right. And I'm sure Marvel, because it's a, because it's still a Marvel production and Marvel has an overall deal with with Disney, you know, I think they're pretty much owned by Disney, but but they're able to maybe function a little separately here because of the the specific Spider-Man deal. Um, so Spider-Man has a separate deal, obviously, than than that than all the other characters in the MCU, and the mutants have a different deal too. So we're trying to figure that out as well. We, not we, but you know, just generally, people are trying to see where that mar where the where the Marvel mutants are going to come in to the MCU because it's all mutantless right now. Um, but yeah, so this is um this is just gonna explore all of the different spider-man over time you know so I'm, I'm really excited to see the return of the other spider-man i we saw we see the we see the villains across all all of the trilogies and we've seen some stills of toby Maguire and uh andrew garfield but i don't think i've seen i didn't think we saw any too much of them in here so i'm interested to see what kind of screen time they get whether it's just a little cameo or whether there's some some actual structural things they do yeah i mean i think overall you're going to get what you expect to get. Get what you get and don't be upset. That's right. So <laughs> it's just it's going to be your run of the mill, I think, Spider-Man movie. It'll be fun. I like the new Spider-Man outfits and suits. It looks like there's a little bit of comedy that they're going to have with like Doc Ock and all that kind of stuff. And did you notice that Doc Ock's uh, arms, they kind of look like uh, Iron Man? <laughs> yeah, I did. They're a little red at the at the front end, so I'm like trying to figure that out. So I can't wait to see what that means. I wonder if that's an Easter egg. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. All right. So two trailers. There we so go. what are you watching this week? I'm watching all the usual suspects. I watched uh invasion all my apple i so apple tv plus really has gotten me into a pretty pretty hardcore thursday and friday night habit um i get invasion foundation the morning show and now the shrink next door oh man the shrink next door it's brutal brutal stuff but invasion did this thing i think it felt a little bit like old old television you know it's like uh they did an episode where the main all the main storylines were traveling so everybody in the storyline was going from one place to another place. And I'm like, ugh, we don't really need this anymore. Like, you need to do a little more than just get from one place to another place in an episode. So I felt it was, it was you know, a little too much of a throwback. I, I, I actually rewatched it because I was wired in, as they say. <laughs> as i was i was building you know an, uh, some air table in the middle of the night like 11 o'clock and, and i watched i watched the episode and i was kind of half watching it and i was like i guess i it felt like it was one of these bridge episodes and then i was like let me give it another shot so i watched it again and a little more intently not not that night but again i think yesterday 
and it was it was better. It had more to it, and I think that part of it was the Japanese section of it had uh, it's all subtitles. They don't they don't do English for that. So if you're like distracted and you're not able to listen to what's going on in those sections, you really have to like watch it and read it to know how that part is advancing. So. But I think, are you caught up on Foundation? Uh, the last one that we saw is where the warden, mm-hmm. you know, the black woman. Yeah. Where she's like, oh, my God, we're jumping. And because they were in that in that ship. OK. And they didn't make the timeline to, you know, because it was counting down to the jump. Yeah. And that was the last. Where Where are you in the dawn in the dawn storyline? He wait. Dawn is the younger one. Yes. The youngest. Uh, let's see. So Empire just did the swirly whirly walk <laughs> and dawn is the one his friend wanted to fix his eyes or something for the color blindness oh yeah 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 the color blindness yeah or he, he didn't want to do any of that because anything he did would would make him stand out out him yeah and then there's a, a backup dawn waiting to take over <laughs> and he's like that guy would take over and then i would be gone or something and right uh so i think that's about where we were with the dawn one so i think you're two episodes behind so okay catch up catch up with these two episodes i i love i like this you know it's 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 interesting to figure out who's competing for my attention you know i was so hot on invasion when it came out and then i got a kind of got lukewarm as we hit these middle episodes and now i'm really like enjoying the the shrink next door is just so vicious like um who's that sexiest man alive (laughs) what's his name uh rudd paul rudd oh paul rudd so paul rudd is he's the sexiest man alive (laughs) wasn't he it's a it's kind of a a joke that the kids are talking about right now oh i don't know i don't know he's he was the sexiest man alive uh, a long time ago and apparently because he did it so long ago and now he looks exactly the same who makes that judgment people people magazine yeah people magazine so he's part of 2021's Sexiest Man Alive. He's 52 years old, and he looks the same as he did when he was in- Paul Rudd's 52? Yeah. Man, there's still hope. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, he's he's in it, and he plays, like, the this shrink-climbing guy, and uh, Will Ferrell's, like, their best friends, but he's also his uh, his patient. Will Ferrell is- is Paul Rudd's patient. And it's just like, it's just a vicious New York story. So it's, 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 it's fun. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, let's see, I guess I watch mostly that I'm trying to get back into doom patrol, but most of it is like co-viewing where I'm just like, have something on in the background while I'm no coding over here. How about you? What are you watching? Well, before I get started in that, so I going we've talked about this a number of episodes uh, going back a few, though. A lot of people have asked me if I've seen only murders in the building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK, so we've talked about it. We're not going to get into the show, but I do have an executive note. OK, I think they totally dropped the ball. Mm-mm. I think once the series, the first season ended, they should have released the the podcast they were doing oh yes as a podcast oh uh, they could still do it let me get let me get my hulu people on the phone hold on yeah <laughs> of course no i mean but you got to put the podcast together okay so it's a fictional murders in the building po- you know but the podcast they were doing martin short steven uh steve martin yeah they should have done the podcast how cool would that have been? It, it would have been amazingly cool. And I don't think you need that much more than what you've got. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. You use what you have. 
Yeah, I mean, they really and you fill in you fill in odds and ends, you know. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you do other recordings and such, sound effects or something, and music. But I think that's what I told. I think they totally missed it. That would have been awesome. I th- I still think they can do it. Yeah, I think they should do it. So yeah, we talked a little bit about Foundation. I don't, we don't need to go there. So yeah, we watched a few more episodes of that. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. <laughs> Nice. So we we finished that up today. We did, uh, well, maybe I talked about this last week, but Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Okay. So we did that one, too. So I don't know if we talked about that last week or not, but whatever. That's kind of old stuff, but whatever. We're watching it. My kids are young, seeing it for the first time, so it's pretty cool doing it with them. Have, have you guys, where, where does Dobby come in? Well, Dobby just died uh, at the, oh, 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 spoiler oh, spoiler alert. alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. He just died at the end of part one and they just buried him. Is that, to, to, to me, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan, but I am team Dobby all the way. Oh, I love it. I love it. And him. when they kill Dobby, I'm almost pulled out of the whole thing. It is so it is it hurts me to to my core. It's like killing a puppy that they killed. They killed this character who is so loving. And I just don't I just don't understand how you could do that. It's it, it goes against the tenets of of film lore or film <laughs> film rules. Like you don't kill puppies. <laughs> you don't you don't kill babies. Yeah, you don't kill beloved you know? characters. Yeah. Well, maybe you do. But yeah. I, I think it's like you don't again, you don't kill puppies and kittens and, you know, it's like it's just it's just not done, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But whatever. I just I just I can't I can't I can't get over it. Dobby Dobby to me is the world. So anyway, so sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, last thing, uh, Red Notice. Oh, OK. All right. Yes, I watched that. We watched that as well. That's why I asked if you were not. Why, why are you wearing a hairnet? Oh, that's right. That's right. OK. Oh, yes. I now I forgot. So Anne will tell you that we watch it together. And I did. I was because I wasn't du- double task. I wasn't dual tasking. I was trying to date night that movie a little bit. I did fall asleep a little bit in place in spots and places. What? But uh, I don't think I missed miss much because I was only asleep for like a, you know five minutes here and there. But it was it was a fun power packed uh, heist movie. What do you think? Yeah, it's popcorn action fun. Yeah, yeah. And I enjoyed the various nods to both action movies and the action genre. Right. You know, it's like when he's just looking for the MacGuffin and (laughs) it's labeled MacGuffin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just that kind of stuff I thought was, you know, like tongue in cheek fun. And overall, the fun part about it is everybody's shooting at everybody. Nobody gets hit. <laughs> Nobody dies, you know, and there's like no matter what the shootouts were explosions and all this stuff. But like nobody's getting killed. You know, it's just right. When I was a kid, me and my dad would watch. Uh, it was like on PBS or something, you know, so uh, we would watch. They had a weekly worst movies of all time sort of, (laughs) you know, thing. And and they were, you know, 
the majority of them were like from film noir age in the 40s, maybe uh-huh. the 50s. And it would be like a heist where the Indiana Jones sort of a character goes to raid a tomb in, you know, ancient Egypt. And, you know, they're doing all this and he gets in a fist fight and the guy's hat never falls off. And, you know, right, right, just right. The silliness of it all, you know, and that's kind of how this reminded me and stuff like just one crazy thing after another. <laughs> Everything goes bad. But yet it's they conveniently make out every single time. (laughs) Make out and make out. That's right. That's it. And I love the twist. (laughs) Okay, wait, 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 wait. Spoiler. No, no spoilers. I'm not going to say the twist, (laughs) but I love the twist. Uh, It's great. So it caught me. It caught me. See, you and Anne, you and Anne were like, I typically know when the twist is coming and I didn't see this one coming. So it was really, really well done. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it caught me. I didn't see it coming. I didn't, you know, the way the twist played out and stuff, it was it was it was well done. I liked it. Yeah. And uh overall though, it's one of those just all around good time. Don't think too much. Yeah, if you're in a bad mood, if if you had a rough day, just take a load off, watch this. It'll it's it's one of those fun doesn't mean a thing in the world. Right. You know, it's useless to everything <laughs> but for an hour and a half or whatever hour or 2 yeah, hours yeah. a good time, right. you know. Yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Awesome. And then, you know, and then it's, you know, it's it's nice looking at a lot of good-looking people, I guess. There's a <laughs> there's this great uh piece of uh publicity that came out um and it's called what is it? It's on the Netflix Film Club. I'll send it to you. But basically, Ryan Reynolds in character as as Nolan Booth goes on the uh, PBS Roadshow. Do you know the Roadshow? Okay, you know where they have antiques and stuff, and the guy. Oh yeah, 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 right. So he basically goes on with the egg. <laughs> he takes the egg on the Roadshow, <laughs> and, and then the guy on the Roadshow he like critiques it and he says, "Oh, you know, there's a little problem with the lineage of <laughs> where this comes from," and uh, and he's and, and and Nolan Booth is like, "I borrowed it from the my friend at the." Museum. They they don't know that I borrowed it, but you know what I mean? Like, so it's 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 a it's a fun little piece of of marketing, like right right at the right. I think it's post pop. Like it, it came out. Did it come out last week or this week? Last week, right? Le- uh, yeah, maybe last week. I don't know. So this is like the the post the post release push of of the movie, you know, and and I think it hit perfectly because I had already seen the movie and then I watched this. And it's just this reinforcement of like, oh, remember that fun time you had watching that movie? Here's a little two minute piece of something to to give you a treat after the fact, you know? Overall, I mean, it, amazing. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. And it's funny, too. It's like Dwayne Johnson, man. The guy's me pushing 50. <laughs> Is he? He's 52 as well. Well, no. In May, he'll be 50. Oh, my God. Yeah. So May 2nd, I'm looking it up now. He's uh, uh, he was born in 72. So he's about about a year younger than I am. Uh-huh. And uh, he looks about a thousand times better than <laughs> I do. It's it's so funny because the, the guy, uh, the guy on the road show, he describes him and he doesn't mention him by name. But he says, there, uh, I think that there's, there's an FBI agent. He's like really handsome and he's like built. <laughs> And he's chasing this egg or something? I don't know the the story of it or whatever. (laughs) 
So, yeah, that's all we watched, though. I mean, a couple of the Harry Potter movies, a couple of Foundation uh, episodes, and Red Notice. So I what did uh, what did Netflix serve you after Red Notice? Did, did you did you stick around or did you just turn it off? No, I turned it off because uh, I was on the indoor trainer. OK. And the indoor and like both ended like right. And I'm like, I'm, I need a shower. I'm so out. I I'm just, out. <laughs> yeah. Like I just I just hit power on the TV and I was I was out of there it served up to me army of thieves okay okay so ann and i watched uh, an hour and a half of it together and then i had to go take the kids to acting class army of thieves you're talking about no so red notice red notice we watched most of it together and then i had to go take oh take I the see. kids okay. today uh to their acting class so i was like well i'm waiting for the kids to get an acting class we can watch the rest of it you know and i was and i was even falling asleep in the car watching it so Anne was like this is no fun i'm gonna watch the rest of it on my own so she watched it and i watched it separately and it served up army of thieves to me and it served her up some rom-com something so it's so funny like rom-com the two the two things you know for her account she watches very few things on her account so netflix doesn't have a lot of data on her and then in my account they have a lot and i guess they went i would think that red notice to army of thieves is kind of a no-brainer you know from one heist movie to another heist movie but sure it served something different from Anne. it was it was looking for something different yeah it sent her like uh some i don't know art (laughs) art art rom-com like art drama the dig watch the dig again shakespeare (laughs) sort of where people talk in old english Uh. and stuff and all right man well hey you guys are gonna be here for thanksgiving i know excited i'm excited yeah yeah so that's gonna be good i went i went to handy market and i tried to find the beer from last week to get a couple for you and for me and for Frank oh, to split completely want one. <laughs> but it wasn't there it wasn't there at all and i asked for it and mark wasn't in so i got i'm gonna keep looking i'm gonna keep looking but i think they're they're all sold out but i'm gonna i'm gonna try to bring, bring some beers we'll see uh, I was going to say, how did your beer finish tonight? The beer is, it's, it's funny. So I don't know. So this is going to be the, did it warm the way you thought it would? Yeah, I'm trying, but I'm trying to understand, trying to figure out a way to verbalize what I'm feel how I'm tasting. But so in the beginning, the crispness, it's like you, you taste the front end, it's fruity on the front end. And then it, then it's, it's hoppy in the middle and then it's crisp, like light finish. Like it just, it just sucks all of the 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 saliva out of your mouth like it's so dry dry finish you know oh wow yeah and then and then as it warmed it had had many more notes to it but the crispness across the middle lengthened so like the flavor profile across the middle like it was it was like it's like a in the in the beginning it's like a quick dip you know it's like you have the flavor profile you have the crispness and then you're out you know it's like a like a fast note but as it warmed it just became longer and slower and it was like across the middle it's like like a longer tail yeah and it's just and it's just like everything you know it still it still evaporates at the end but it takes a, a, another second or two before it does it on every sip it's very very interesting i love i love the flavors so it's not a it's not a problem that it lingers a little bit as the as the the body as the as the body of the beer warms yeah yeah how about yours oh man i mean it it it's finishing i still have a little bit left it's finishing just as good as it started maybe even better lagers sometimes don't warm well i mean this thing is 
it's it's like a gumdrop. I mean, it is so good. Nice. By far one of the best lagers I've had in a long time. I don't drink a lot of lager. I'm like you, mostly ales. <laughs> Lagers sometimes, you, you know, I mean, it's like there's not a huge differential between Coors, PBR, and Budweiser. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're all kind of the same beer, really, right? But this is something that's just, I mean, not even in the same class right, right, as those. No. I mean, it's a German Kolsch from Germany imported. Yeah, it's just, it, it's super, it's just super sweet Classy. goodness. It's, it's so good. Classy beer. I would, I would order this all day long if I were at uh, a German fest. There you go. So there you go. Awesome, man. Can't wait to see you. You have a good night. We'll see you guys uh, in a few days. Awesome. See you then. Yeah, later. Bye. Next week, join Jim and Ted as they disarm another Hollywood bomb or marketing masterpiece. Remember, the holy trinity of podcasting. Subscribe, like, share. Special thanks to Jeremy Kent Jackson for the voiceover and Rogelio for the music.